0: Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Olama. This is program number 735. If you'd like to have a copy of a share and I'll tell you how at the end of the program, just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free. It included the postage and handling. Uh, we're still in the seventh chapter of Luke and very close to chapter eight. I've got music and letters as well. Very powerful message from the Lord, his word. But right now, let's pray. Lord, continue to anoint me. Uh, Give uh, me the words. Give me physical strength as well as the spiritual strength that you've given me. To bring forth uh, a message from your word to the world that is thirsty to hear your word. People are just um leaping for joy uh when they receive the truth of the word of God. They're so sick and tired, Father, of hearing fallacy and small talk, things that don't amount to a hill of beans. Lord, rebuke Satan. Open up doors for us and close doors for Satan. Rebuke him, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, that the uh, people in the world will hear this message and that the children of the Lord will hear it and receive it and not fall away any longer, but come to the throne and stay there until your soon return. In Jesus' name I pray, and everyone says amen. amen. Alright, here I am to sing for you. A swing Down, Sweet Chariot, with J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet.
1: Why don't you swing, swing down, Sweet Chariot, chariot stopping? Let me ride. Swing, swing down, down Chariot, stopping? Let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord. Come and hear we will. i got a home on the other side. Swing down, down, chariot stoppin', let me ride. Swing down, chariot stoppin', let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord, home and easy will hang on me the other side. Well, 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 well. Ezekiel went down in the middle of the field. He saw an angel working on a chariot wheel. Wasn't so particular about the chariot wheel Just wanted to see how a chariot feels Now don't you swing down, sweet chariot stop, and let me ride Swing down, chariot stop, and let me ride run me, Lord, rock me, Lord, how oh, Well, I got home on the other side Well, well Road. Swing down, swing, Just swing, wanted to swing, lay down swing, his heavy load swing, Why, did swing swing down, so Why don't you swing down your chair stopping? let me ride Swing down chain, stopping, let me ride Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord I and easy, well, when when I got home on, on the other side swing, Well, I got swing, a father in the promise swing, Let swing, Stop and tell I shake his hand. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord, I and easy, well. i, gotta oh, I got a home on the other side. don't you swing down, chariot stopping, let me ride. Swing down, chariot stopping, let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord, fall and easy, well. i, gotta oh, I got a home on the other side. Swing down, sweet chariot-stopping, let me ride. Swing down, chariot stubborn. let me ride. Rock. rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord, My and easy, well, i got a home on the other side.
0: Praise the Lord. Well, uh, the Pharisees uh, were still in uh, chapter 7, where uh, condemning Jesus, one of the Pharisees, um, for letting this woman uh, talk to him and do the things that she was doing. She was um, washing his feet with her tears and kissing his feet all the time that she was in the house. And so Jesus uh, gave a parable to the man saying... Somebody owed more, uh, a lot of money, 500, um, in our language, $500, and another one owed 50, and a man says, I forgive both of you. Which one would love the most? And this, uh, Pharisee said, well, to one that I suppose the one to whom, uh, most was forgiven. And, um, he said unto this woman, Because he proved the point by saying that. He said, she's a horrible sinner, and here she is that just loves him so much because she understood that he is the one that today, to this very day, forgives sins. But even these uh, wicked people that didn't know Jesus, they said, you know, who is this that forgives sins? Everybody has to go to Jesus for the forgiveness of sins, of course. And he's the very same one that they had to go to then. So verse 48, and he said unto her, thy sins are forgiven. Uh, It's such a thrill to know that your sins are forgiven and that you're on your way to heaven and that you're not sinning anymore, that you have the power of God in you to not sin any longer. Verse 49, and they that sat at meat with uh, him began to say uh, within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also, on top of everything else that he does? This bad man that raises the dead and heals the sick and the blind eyes and casts devils out of people. Who is this that also forgives sins? That's how wicked people are even to this very day. Verse 50, and he said to the woman, "Uh, Thy faith hath saved thee. You have faith in me, and that's what it takes for everybody today, is to have faith in what Jesus said and to do it, because if you don't do what he says, well, then it shows that you don't have faith. The Apostle James says, I'll show you my faith by the things that I do that Christ told me to do. I do it. I don't just read about it or talk about it like most people do, but I do it. That's how I show faith so he says uh, thy faith in me as savior and forgiver of sins has saved you go in peace now you have peace with the lord because you believe on his only begotten son that whosoever believes on him and him is the word of god shall have everlasting life and he knows that you believe if you do what he says, not just read what he says, then go your way. You look into the mirror, the perfect mirror, into the Bible to see what it takes for you to be able to get into the kingdom of heaven. And it plainly states that we have to uh, do what he said, uh, do what he does. And that means you have to follow his footsteps. Chapter 8, Luke. And it came to pass afterward... That he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. But well, what are the good tidings of the kingdom of God? He went talking a real good talk, and he went walking a real good walk. He showed him the glad tidings. It says that he was showing The Glad Times. When you belong to the commonwealth of the kingdom of heaven, you have healing. Your children or yourself can have Satan cast out of you by the word of God. You have all the benefits of the uh, kingdom of heaven because you're now a member of the kingdom of heaven. We in the United States do not know anything about kingdoms. We're supposed to be a democracy. But this democracy is nothing more than a dictatorship. And the the Bible says that Satan's seat is in Rome. It says the city of the seven hills. And I keep saying that because they keep saying that they're not a cult. And they call everybody else a cult for themselves. And so I have to continue countering with uh, what the truth of it is. So he was showing them the glad tidings. They have eternal life. They've got healing, they can be raised from the dead if they die. If they get killed, they have plenty of food, everything. Good tidings of the commonwealth, the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him as witnesses. First 2, And certain women, which had been healed of evil spirits, and infirmities sicknesses uh mary called magdala uh, magda magdalene uh, there is a town called magdala just in between um, there's a five mile stretch it's about four or five miles and there's capernaum then in between capernaum is magdala it's a small town right by the Sea of Galilee. And then you go down the road another two miles, and you're in Tiberias. And that's where uh, I lived. I lived in Jerusalem also. I had a flat there. I had an office in Tiberias. And also a uh, an apartment on the uh, street of the kings, Shoftim. Uh, so one of these women uh, was... Magda uh, Magdalena, Magdalena, the way I see it, but um of whom went seven devils. I mean this one was a real trip. God had to really do a work in her. Jesus cast those devils out. Verse three And Joanne, Joanna, the wife of uh Shusa, Herod's steward and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him, unto Jesus, of their substance. They gave what they had. Uh, Verse 4, And when much people were uh, gathered together, and were come to him, jesus out of every city he spake by a parable and the lord uh, started bringing this parable of the uh, sower and he says spoke and these are his words verse five a sower went out to sow his seed and later on the bible jesus says that this seed is the word of god that's what we're supposed to sow that we're supposed we've been called to be a sower of uh, his seed, his word, into people's hearts. Because there's something so electrifying and so powerful about the word of God that when it's sown into people's hearts, they can be saved. And uh, they can be forgiven of their sins. They can be uh, receive the things of the word of God. And as he sowed, some of the seed fell by the way. Uh, by the wayside and it was trodden down and the fowls of the air devoured it. Well, it's trodden down because at the end of the row is where the cart or the plow turns around and people walk on the seed, and it uh, doesn't really spring forth. It's left on top of the earth and the birds come and eat them. Verse 6, in other words, the devils come and get them. The Lord said that these birds are Satan's um, troops that come to devour the seed before it can take root in a person's heart and soul and in their spirit. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. Verse 7, And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it, and choked it. Verse 8. And others fell on good ground, and sprung up, and bare fruit, and hundredfold. And when he had said these uh, things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 9. And his disciples asked him, saying, what uh, might this parable be? What is it? What are you talking about? Verse 10, and he said, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, same thing. But to others in parables, that's how they have to learn. That seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. That's why so many people hear the gospel for years and years, and they're never able to teach it. Because they're hearing it, but they're not hearing it. That they uh, they see it, but they might not see it. And they hear it, but they might not understand. They don't understand. Verse 11, now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Verse 12, those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil, these birds, and taketh away the word out of their hearts lest they should believe and be saved. Saved from what? Saved from the pit of hell and the lake of fire for eternity. Verse 13. They on the rock are they which, uh, when they hear, receive the word with uh, joy or gladness, and these have no root, which for uh, a while believe, and in time of temptation, they fall away. Now, you notice that the Lord is not grieving about that. He's just telling you, yeah, they fall away. They go. And nobody grieves about it. Jesus doesn't grieve about it. It's just cold turkey here. Verse four, so you call it soul, sweet Jesus. You can just fall away. You can do this. You can continue sinning. Eh uh-uh. no such thing, folks. Uh-uh. verse 14. And that which fell among thorns, are they which, uh, when they, just a matter of fact, talking, when they have heard the word of God go forth and are choked with the cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. Most of them don't even bring forth any kind of fruit, except they get people to mimic them. They're all into different uh, uh, supposed to be comedy uh, programs on TV, and uh, they don't pay really any attention to uh, anything but the pleasures of this life, riches, and the cares of this life. Uh, verse 15, but that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it. I mean, they, every day they get up and they're keeping the word of God. They don't want to hear anything. They don't want to do anything, really uh, uh, anything else but to serve the Lord. And bring forth fruit with patience. Well, they start getting hit with all kinds of persecutions and everything, but they're in good ground. They don't move. Verse 16. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, will cover it up. Will cover it with a vessel. You know, you won't hide the gospel. You won't sit around and enjoy loafing and uh, resting But you're going to get up and go. No man, when he has lighted a candle, that the light, the light of the world has come into him, which is Christ, will cover it up with a vessel or put it under a bed, but sets it on a candlestick and goes everywhere to show the light of the gospel. If that's not in you, you're not going to make it into heaven. You have to get a going. That they which enter in may see the light. How, if you don't uh, let the word of God be known through you, how are you able to let everybody, anybody see the light? Uh, if you uh, say it's almost the 4th of July, there's two more days. If you stick a rocket in the ground and you don't light it, it's not going to go up into the sky and uh, make a big light up there to three little people's little pea souls. And the same thing, if you know what the gospel is, just like you know of this rocket, and you don't ignite it and get going with the word of God, you're not going to win one soul. You're covering it up with the clay. You're, your spirit is inside your clay body, but you're not letting anybody see uh, the Lord in there. He, he's in there and He wants to uh, let people see His light in you. But you're not doing it. You're covering it with a bed. You go to sleep. put all these things under your bed but he wants you to set this word of God the light of the world on his candlestick and they which uh, enter in may see the light see the word of God so they can be saved verse 17 for nothing is secret the Lord knows everything and so do people they they don't you don't open your mouth you don't preach the word, you don't uh, hide it in your heart and then expose it to the world, you're not a Christian. For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest. If you're not, uh, if, if uh, you think you're hiding it, that it's a secret that you're not making the word of God manifest. It's so no secret, God knows. And it's going to be made manifest. Neither any thing hid that shall not be known and come abroad. It's going to go across Jordan and into the kingdom of heaven. It's there already. The minute that you say something, the Lord knows what you're going to say before you say it. Verse 18. Take heed, therefore, how you hear. For whosoever has to um, have, whoever has the word of God to him shall be uh, given even more. Or if you have this uh, fear of God in you, uh, if you take heed, therefore, how you hear, that you're hearing not to just please yourself. What you're hearing so that you can get what you're hearing to others. For whosoever has. I shall be uh, more given. And whosoever has not. In other words, you've heard the word, but you don't have the fear of the Lord. The God's going to take anything that you have away from you. So. And whoso has not, you don't have it. You don't have it, kid. From him shall be taken even that which he uh, seems to have. You're going to hit the deck. Uh, There's no hope for you. Because there isn't the fear of the Lord in you. You really don't believe the scriptures that say you're going to be judged and for the things that you did and the things that you didn't do. Verse 19. Then came to him his mother, Jesus' mother, and his brethren, half-brothers, and could not come at him for the press because there are so many people around him. Verse 20. And it was told him by certain certain which said, Jesus, thy mother and thy brethren uh, uh, stand here. They're without, they're outside there, desiring to see thee. And what a shock what Jesus said, verse 21. And he answered and said unto them, My mother and my brethren are these which are around me, which follow me, which uh, hear the word of God. And do it. They're outside. They're not in here with me. So there's another blow to Mary. This, you're not supposed to be worshipping her. That's uh, Catholic cultism. That tells you things like that. Here they're not even listening to what he says. They're outside. They're without. They don't have what you people are getting. So my mother and my brethren are those which are inside here hearing the word of God. And do it, not only here, but do it. Verse 22, now it came to pass. On a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples, and he said unto them, Let us go over unto the other side of the lake, which is Lake Kenareth, or the Sea of Galilee. And they launched forth, verse 23, but as they sailed, he fell asleep, and there came down a storm of wind. I have to change pages here again. And on the lake, or the the Sea of Galilee, and they were filled with uh, water and were in jeopardy. The boat was filled. And uh, they came to him and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we perish, we perish. <laughs> then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they ceased the wind and the water, they ceased. And there was a calm. Verse 25, And he said unto them, Where is your faith? You see me raise people from the dead. You see me heal everybody. You, you see me all, all these things that I've done. Why don't you believe enough to say uh, to people, Be healed. Uh, to raise the dead. And to say these words to the elements. Because if I'm in you, which they weren't, he wasn't yet, but they still should have had the faith from the words that he spoke unto them and the things that they saw him doing. Now, if he's just speaking words and not doing anything, it wouldn't mean anything. Uh, you know, you're saying all kinds of things, but show me. I'm from Missouri. I was born in Joplin. You got to show me, and that's what the Lord did in the office in Beverly Hills when he showed me that he really existed. He showed me that he has the power to take my breath away from me, and he was doing it back and forth, and it scared me to the point that I agreed to say whatever it is that he wanted me to say to the people in the room, uh, which was, uh, uh, Jesus Christ is coming back to earth again. Get down on your knees and repent. And this was something that was totally out of my vocabulary. And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he uh, commandeth even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Well, this is what it means to have to rule the world. I call upon the Lord to stop the rain, and it's a... There's a business that we're doing in different cities and everything, and people call me up and ask me to pray that there won't be any rain there. There's a big storm coming. And I pray, Father, uh, don't let it rain. I pray on that city while they're there doing business. And he does it. Now, you may not believe that, but uh, you could ask the brothers and the sisters, and they'll tell you it's the truth. Verse 26. And they arrived at the uh, country of the Gadarenes, which is over against Galilee, the Sea of Galilee. It's the same thing as Lake Kenareth. Okay, verse 27. And when he went forth to land, there uh, met him out of the city a certain Man, which had devils long time, and were no, uh, and he was wearing no clothes, neither abode in any house, but in the tombs around the graveyard. Verse 28. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him, and uh, with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Most high, I beseech thee, torment me not. Verse 29, don't torment me now. Wait till I am dead. That's going to be a long time. These were these evil spirits in him. Verse twenty nine. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For uh, oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and in fetters. And he brake the bands, and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. Verse 30, And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, A legion, because many devils were in, entered into him. I remember that Verna, I've, I've mentioned this for years, and they just came up with one of these songs that they keep saying, Verna. These devils, when Susie was praying for them, you could hear it was like a multitude of people, voices inside her stomach. And uh, Susie says, "Uh, Verna, let these devils come out of you, I pray in the name of Jesus. There was this voice that said, don't call me Verna, don't call me Verna. (laughs) I got away from it, I was just a baby Christian then i never heard anything like that or seen anything like that in my life. Verse 31, and they besought him. This whole crowd of spirits in him besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. Verse 32, and there was there a herd. There was a herd of um, many swine feeding on the mountain. Well, um, eating swine flesh is an abomination because the Lord commanded us not to eat it because it's an abomination. It's like a scavenger. And they besought him that he would suffer them to enter into the pigs. And he suffered them. All he said was, go. And they... uh, Then, verse 33, went the devils out of the man, and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the lake, or the Sea of Galilee, and were choked. Okay, well, there's only one place around that lake that that could have happened. There's only one steep place around there. It's on the other side. Capernaum is on one side, you look across there, and that's where it was. Verse 34. When they that fed them, and this was um, a a bad thing for the people in Israel to be raising swine. And when those that uh, fed the swine saw what was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country. Verse 35. Then they went out to see what uh, was done, and came to Jesus, and found the man out of whom the devils were uh, departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Verse 36. They also which saw it told them by what means he that was possessed of the devils was healed. Verse 37. Then the whole multitude of the country of the Gadarenes round about besought him. They begged him to depart from them, for they were taken with great fear. And he went up into the ship and returned back again. And that's what the, the thing is. There's a big problem. You know, when we, there's preachers that have uh, the power of the Lord in them, people are afraid of them and they don't want to be near them so they beg you to leave or they'll leave when they hear so much gospel coming out of one person. It's not natural. It's supernatural. And so they, they beg you to, you know, leave or get out of town or they get out of town. Verse 38. Now, the man out of whom the uh, devils were departed besought Jesus that he might be with him. He wanted to just be with Jesus because he didn't want to be tormented. He was afraid that those devils would come back, but Jesus sent him away, saying, "Verse thirty-nine: Return to thine own house and show how great things God has done for unto thee." And he went his way and published throughout the whole city um, how great things Jesus had done unto him. Well, of course, Jesus is God. Verse 40, And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. Verse 41, And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue and he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him uh, that he would come into his house verse 42 for he had one and one only daughter about 12 years of age and she lay a dying but as he went the people thronged him verse 43 and a woman having an issue of blood. Twelve years which had spent all her living up upon physicians. Neither could she be healed of any. No old physician. They just took her money. Verse 44. Came behind him and this woman and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood stanched. It stopped. Verse 45, And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all uh, denied Peter, and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee, and say sayest thou who touch me Come on now how can you say something like that verse 46 and Jesus said Somebody has touched me for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me verse 47 And when the woman saw that she was uh, not hidden because the Lord knows everything she came trembling and falling down before him she had declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately none of this waiting around stuff in the, the uh, lobbies of doctors waiting for hours and then telling him you got to come back another day Or for them to give you a bottle of sugar pills and go home and, you know, turn the light off and go to bed. She was healed immediately. Verse 48. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made you whole entirely well. Go in peace with God. Verse 49. While he yet spake... There cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue uh, house, saying to him, Thy daughter is dead, trouble not the master. Verse 50, But when Jesus heard it, he answered uh, him, saying, Fear not, believe only, believe only me. And she shall be made whole. Just believe what I tell you. Verse fifty-one. And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in because there's so much doubt in all these people. You can see she's dead, with the exception of Peter and James and John and the father and the mother of the maiden. Verse fifty-two. And all wept and bewailed her. But he said, Weep not. She is not dead, but sleepeth. Verse 53. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. Verse 54. And he put them all out. Get rid of these doubters. Get them out of here and took her by the hand and called, saying, Maid, arise! Verse 55. And her spirit came again, and she arose straightway, and he uh, commanded to give her something to eat. Verse 56. And her parents were astonished, but he charged them that they should uh, tell no man what was done well why because he still had a lot of his ministry left to do and he didn't want to be burdened by a bunch of people that wanted to bring people uh, uh, that were dead already and he didn't want people to you know uh, tell the uh, Pharisees because uh, his time was not yet he didn't want to be stopped in the ministry or be hindered in any way he wanted to do all these things, not just speak, but do all these things so people there could be a record left of him. He knew he was going to die, he's going to be murdered. But uh, he wanted this record of him so that people could say truly the uh, living God was here in the flesh of a human being. Okay, chapter nine now. Then he called his twelve disciples together. And gave them power, he gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he does that to all of us, but a lot of people don't believe it enough to be able to receive it. We have that power, but people don't exercise it. We'd be so embarrassed if we laid hands on somebody and they didn't really get healed. In other words, you don't have enough faith to believe that what the Lord says, that you have something that you don't have. You don't believe it. And remember, by faith you're saved and by doubt you're damned. Verse 2, And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God that is here on earth now and to heal the sick. Verse 3, And he said unto them, Don't take anything with you. Take nothing for your journey, neither staves nor script, uh, neither bread, neither money, neither have two coats apiece. Uh, Verse 4, And whatsoever house ye enter into there abide, and thence depart. Verse 5. And whosoever will not receive you when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. Verse 6. And they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Because the power was given to them by Jesus, by God, who uh, Jesus created everything in the whole universe. Okay, verse 7. Now Herod, the Tetrarch, heard of all that was done by him. And he was perplexed because that it was said of some that John was risen from the dead. Verse 8, and of some that Elias had appeared and of others that one of the old prophets was risen again. Verse 9, and Herod said, John, have I beheaded? But who is this of whom I hear such things? And he desired to see him. Verse 10. And the apostles, when they were returned, told him all that they had heard or that they had done. And he took them and went aside privately into a desert place belonging to the city called Bethsaida. Verse 11. And the people, when they knew it, followed him, and he received them, and spake unto them of the kingdom of God, and healed them that had need of healing. Verse 12. And when the day began to wear away, started becoming nighttime, then came the 12 and said unto him, send the multitude away that they may go into the towns and country around about and lodge and uh, get victuals, get some food to eat. For we are here in a desert place. Now, his disciples all of a sudden are going to instruct God what to do. Send them away, they're saying. Fishermen. People that Jesus uh, is teaching the truth to. And it's going to teach them even more truth. Now, verse 13, but he said unto them, give ye them to eat. You people give them to eat. And they said, We have uh, no more but five loaves and two fishes, except we should go and buy meat for all this people. Verse 14, For they were about five thousand men, not including women and children. And he said to his disciples, Make them sit down by fifties in a uh, company. Verse 15, and they did so and made them all sit down. Verse 16, then he took the five loaves and the two fishes and looking up to heaven, he blessed them and break them uh, and gave to the disciples to eat, uh, set before uh, the multitude. Verse 17, and they did eat and were all filled with. And there was taken up of fragments that remained to them, 12 baskets, verse 18. And it came to pass, as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him. Notice, you know, that the Pharisees like to pray out in the open and tell her, Oh, see how great I am, I'm praying to God. But he was praying uh, alone. And it came to pass as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him and he asked them saying, whom say the people that I am? And I have to stop here right now, but we'll take this up uh, on the next message. Who do they say I am? Well, you'll hear in the next message. And we have some letters. And where's the first one from?
2: From Serenji, Zambia, Africa.
0: Okay, let's hear what they have to say.
2: Dear man of God, greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I am Evangelist Binga, your representative here in the central province of Zambia. I am very happy, more than I can say, to be working hand-in-hand with a team of distributors and their families here through your support as a ministry and with your dynamic literature. This literature has become the water for some people to drink, although others don't read English. Please pray about this problem, because some people can only read Zambian languages such as Bemba, Tonga, etc., Moreover, we have had a crusade, and over 200 people from different churches attended the service. I visualized that on that day in heaven there was joy. It was really a blessed day. We had total happiness because the Bible states that there is joy in heaven if one sinner repents. And 23 persons received and accepted Christ as their personal Savior. They later on asked to join the Tony Lamo Christian Ministries Open Air Evangelism in Zambia as members and distributors. I am here to thank God for the miracles that he did on that day, and also to thank you for the material support that you are rendering to us. Please may God richly bless you and bless you abundantly, your brother in Christ, Evangelist Benga from Serenje, Zambia, Africa.
0: Well praise you, Evangelist Banga, and we have time, I think, for one more from Where is this from?
2: From Glasgow, Scotland.
0: Okay, what do they say?
2: Dear Ministry, you have a great website, really Protestant website, and I wish to request one copy of the English Holy Bible. God be with you. Mary from Glasgow, Scotland.
0: Okay, we have enough time for one more uh, small letter.
2: Okay, from um, Tahlequah, Oklahoma. I thank you very much for all you have taught me. However, please tell me, why should we read the old King James Version? Thank you very much, signed Scott Bridges from Tahlequah, Oklahoma.
0: Well, because it's the closest to the truth. Um, I don't only read King James Version. I read the Hebrew and the Hellenic Greek. And, uh, you know, I, I seek the Lord. Uh, by reading those uh, there are many versions that i don't read because they're not of the lord they are exalting the uh, secular government and uh, they say that the government is uh, you know people that are voted in uh no the ones that are the real government of god are those that god calls not to people the people have consistently been wrong down through the years uh like francis in the time of no everybody was wrong with the exception of eight souls and it's the same way today so uh, there may be more souls today that are saved uh, that's debatable but uh, you know we don't have time to debate uh, god knows but anyway it's time to pray and those of you that don't know the lord you can know him very well yeah, but you have to start out at the beginning just like every race that's one there's a beginning and there's an ending so, this is the beginning to get your soul right with the Lord, to say this prayer to Him and mean it. I really, really mean it. More than you want to go to university or to see a basketball game or something, really mean this prayer to the Lord. Say, My Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the Living God and that He died on the cross and shed His precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former sins, and I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father God, Holy Spirit. Jesus, wash all the former sins that I've committed in my life away and drown them in the sea of forgetfulness. Do it with your precious blood. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that you turn no one away. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I'm calling upon you, Father. And I know you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you and praise your holy name, Father God, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord and share and tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 735. It's free. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. You know, there isn't anything that you can take with you. And we come into this world naked and empty, and we're going to leave this world empty and naked. It doesn't make any difference if your parents have a lot of money. You can't take any of it with you. And here's the song that Gary Paxton wrote, and uh, I sang it, and he conducted it and arranged it. You can't take it with you, folks. You can't take it with you.
3: Traffic in a turmoil by the sidewalk Somewhere someone left to meet their face Other people stand around and just talk When they could do more than just debate Everybody's sweating about the dollar Yelling penny save is penny earn. How's it gonna help them when they holler If it sends them to a place to burn can't take it with you where you're going There's no place to spend it either way You might as well get satisfaction knowing Someone had a little brighter day Help somebody turn a tear to laughter Be Samaritan along your way there's no social standings in hereafter Everybody dies the same old way You can't take it with you where you're going There's no place to spend it either way You might as well get satisfaction nowhere. Someone had a little brighter day Help somebody be for ease You can't shuck the Lord, now don't you know Helping others can be fun to feel Cause you can't take it with you when you go No, you can't take it with you when you go